Shalom, shalom, my brothers and sisters. Welcome into another broadcast and episode right here and uh, class of Liberation Tabernacle of Yah. I am your brother, Brother Morey Arya Yisrael. Yes, sir, Morey Arya Yisrael. I am just one of the founders here of the Liberation Tabernacle of Yah, along with my brother, the great uh, Rabbi David Israel. Yes, sir. My good brother, Rabbi David Israel. Shalom to my brother right there. And I thank my brother for holding it down. I had been holding it down with the Shabbat classes. Um, I know I've been off the scene for a while. Y'all hadn't been in the classes lately. Um, and I actually tried to do a class earlier and some of y'all might see y'all check out the episodes and on the downloads, uh, I did a little episode where I, I, I posted it that Christians don't understand the Bible, but oh man, that thing came out awfully wrong. Y'all it came out horribly wrong with the audio actually. Um, it was chopping up and, um, I did two hours too, man. Did two hours. Great class. I did, man. Uh, information was great. Um, but it didn't work out right far as the audio. So I did two hours, uh, far as my audio was chopping up cause I was on the video was chopping up and I played a video with, uh, Cliff Rodala was talking about, he was talking about faith and all of this stuff. And we under faith, we not under works. I mean, great class. I might try it again another time. Um, but yeah, that class was horrible. And I deleted it from talk shoe, but it still got deleted out through a lot of the various podcasting sites. So if you follow this show and you actually hear that show, I apologize because of the audio, because once it get distributed out through the various podcasting sites, I can't take that back from there. I can't get it back. I can't delete it. Uh, but I just deleted it from the source, which is talk shoe. Um, yeah, great show. I might try to redo that one, man. I hate that. It was two hours. Great information, man. The most high y'all was with me on that one. I mean, he was he was giving me some fire with that one. But um, today I want to just play something from you for you, brothers and sisters. I, I told y'all, man, that um, once upon a time, you know, I was in a study as a Nawabian with Dr. Dr. York. And right before his incarceration, which, you know, the Nawabians were here up and turned away from that. They didn't hurry up, but it, it took a minute. They turned away from that and went back into this Egyptology uh, stuff. or They call it Kemetology information and things of this nature. Um, but Dr. York, before he was, you know, got incarcerated, he started talking about and teaching us that we were the children of Israel. We were the true children of Israel. I know like y'all y'all know a lot of the, the brothers and sisters out there that has the camps. Uh, they've been teaching y'all that for, for years. But Dr. York started getting into that. And we had one time the Nubian, the Nubian Islamic Hebrews. But, you know, with that we started going back into it. And uh, not as the Nubian Islamic Hebrews. We started having things called the Holy Seed Baptist Synagogue. And um, there was another one uh, we called the Egyptian Church of Christ, uh, as they say, Christ. But we were what y'all would consider messianic, though. We were considered what was messianic. Um, I do have to admit that. But today I want to play a class. And I told y'all, though, let me go back for this here. But I told you, even with that, even though we were supposed to be following the teachings of what they say, called this person called Yahshua or a.k.a. Yahweh Shai, which Christians would say Jesus we wouldn't did not follow Paul. We did not follow the teachings of Paul. And and we showed and this is where a lot of uh, even our brothers today, these camps and 
uh, a lot of the so-called, and I'm saying this word, so-called messianics are, are in great error of following Paul's teaching uh, because Paul's teaching is totally, totally, y'all, um, different. Uh, he has another doctrine outside of what we would say the Yahshua movement uh, uh, and even outside of anything dealing with the Israelites uh, teaching or the Most High's teaching outside of way against Torah, because we know y'all know here that we teach and, and what we've been teaching and showing and proving to y'all that he taught uh, everything um, in contradiction or against the Tanakh, which y'all usually call the Old Testament. Yes, he teaches against that. And like, you know, in Galatians where he talked about that you're not under the uh the schoolmaster. And he talked about where he says that the schoolmaster was to lead you to Christ and all of this type of stuff. And uh now that Christ came, you're no longer under the schoolmaster, which he's talking about the Tanakh, or which they say that the old testament is they claim, uh, which we know that's is, is a blatant outright lie these are all paul words and things because you know if you even listen to the, the so-called four gospels right and i'm saying this on this show i'm not trying to get y'all to be messianic because you know i'm not i'm uh, uh tanakh only what they call uh old testament only you know that but still again i i, I just love the, the the righteousness i love truth so i have to be truth and 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 just try to dispel a lot of this this junk for even for our brothers who who may love the teachings of Yahshua, as they say, Yahweh and just show you y'all are still following something that's not even what he would be teaching you and following uh, Paul's teaching. Those things do not go together, man. Even if you say, well, I follow the Gospels. Um, but but his teaching don't have nothing to do with what Paul said. Paul was a dang on uh, 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 FBI. Paul was a CIA agent. What I'm saying is because at one time, and that's what I mentioned this in the other show that did not uh, y'all won't be able to catch that because I had to delete it. But I was saying that Paul was an actually a, what we would call a CIA or FBI agent, basically CIA operative. It, what he did is, is overturn, according to what we know about those Gospels, because there's really no historical record that we actually have uh, anything that we have historically about this person, Yahshua or whatnot, other than what's written in those four Gospels. So I'm just making it clear. Um, that's all we have, just according to what's written in those Gospels gospels and things of this nature um but anyway um so paul we know at one particular time he was in total opposition against what we call the, the what you would call the yahshua movement and i'm saying the yahshua movement i want to say no christian movement or christianity or none of that but against the yahshua movement and the, the, the movement with the people that he had with him following his teaching and following the teaching that he was trying to give um Number one, because they was actually, man, some some liberation teachers and stuff like that going against, the, you know, the, the Roman government and all of this stuff. And, you know, because y'all have to understand the historical context of what was happening at that particular time uh, as well. Uh, that's why I say the Christians don't know the Bible, because they don't know historical context and what was actually going on. And, you know, to to fit in 
the time frame and what these stories are talking about and what was actually really going on at that time. Uh, but let's get back. But but Paul were totally in opposition against that that so-called movement, according to what we see in the book of Acts that was written by Luke, not Paul, but by Luke. And so he was persecuting those followers of uh, the Yahshua or Yahawashah movement. And now he was actually when they talk about him being on the road, going on the road to Damascus to and he was actually going to actually go out and round up and capture and persecute some more of the people who was following the Yahshua movement. But on that way to Damascus, he claimed now that he had a vision and he talked to Yahshua and Yahshua asked him, Paul and all this stuff, why you, you know, going against me, why you persecuting me and all of this stuff. Now, this is why I say Paul was a CIA agent. He, he was a CIA operative and he came up with something to overthrow the Yahshua movement. Now, what I'm saying this is because Paul might, how do we know Paul, right? He was actually on his way to go persecute and, you know, uh, round up some more of the Yahshua uh, followers. How did he, how do you know that he didn't come up with a scheme or a plan to say, you know what? Man, just killing them, man. That's a that's a lot of blood on our hands. You know what, man? Why don't we just come up with another scheme to overturn their movement by giving him or start propagating another doctrine? And I will be the one who'd be instrumental and start propagating this stuff and saying, well, you know, Yahshua came to me in a vision and he told me this. And instead of killing them off and throwing them in the prison, why don't we just change the way they think about things and change their doctrine? And that'll get a lot more of them like that. And how do we know that wasn't the scheme and him and the soldiers who went with him uh, to go out, to go out to persecute, uh, persecute the Christians. They didn't come up with this scheme and it actually worked. I'm not y'all don't read that in the story. Now, I'm not telling y'all y'all going to read that nowhere. Now, that's just my narrative. And if that was the plan, that actually worked better than killing him. That actually worked better than killing them off, throwing them in prison by changing the doctrine. Now, over time, you know, they, they, they did still continue to do that. Um, round them up, put them in prison and, and execute a lot of them. Um, but you look today, they don't, you don't have to, you don't have to go out and kill the followers and so-called followers of the Christian. Actually, the real true followers of the Yahshua movement. There's no shit, man. They're basically gone. Everybody following Paul now, because again, you have to look at even with the, uh, the Ebion Knights. Y'all look up this thing that we talked about on, I was talked about on my last show too, the Ebion Knight. They didn't believe in Paul doctrine. And this is one thing, again, I would say, even with Dr. York, that we were like the, basically like the Ebion Knights, <laughs> basically. I didn't know nothing about them at that time. But we were basically like the Elbian Knights. We didn't believe in the Yahshua doctrine. I mean, excuse me. We we didn't believe in the Pauline doctrine. We didn't believe in Paul as being no disciple. We didn't believe in none of that foolishness that he was saying. And then uh, uh, even when I was mentioning on the last bro- on the podcast uh, that I tried to do that didn't come out right, I was even saying, showing you how Paul just teach about you just got to have faith and work. That's what Creflo Dollar was saying. You just got to have faith. And you, you know, people are trying to uh, prove themselves worthy to the Most High Yah by trying to follow or trying to do, do good works. And they said, well, Jesus already done that. 
so you don't have to do that because Jesus done that. But Paul, that's why when you start reading the book of James in the second chapter, uh, verses probably about 14 through 17 and 18 or whatever, uh, Paul, this is why that whole conflict that James had, who was James supposed to have been the leader of the Jerusalem church, right? Or the Jerusalem congregation. Churches mean congregation. But Jerusalem uh, congregation that he, t- and he was in opposition with Paul because Paul was teaching, you just got to have faith. That's why the whole thing with, with James saw saying that, hey, man, faith without works is dead. And this is what the churches are teaching today. You don't have to show no works. You don't have to put in work. Jesus done that. All you have to do today is just have faith. And that's diametrically opposed to what Yahshua, uh, a.k.a. Yahweh his movement was about. You have to have you have to put forth works. And this is what the church is teaching today. Which, as I say again, is diametrically opposed to uh, Yahshua, his movement and what he was teaching. That's why James was going at Paul. That's why when you read that letter of James, he was talking against what Paul was teaching. But see, they people don't understand this. And the Christians, y'all don't know because y'all are listening to these pastors giving you this, um, this especially what we call this Gentile, this Romanized doctrine that the, and the Romans have took over the the teachings and came with their own verse and it was all this cia operative movement to overthrow what what the yashua probably would have been teaching because he was trying to keep in line somewhat if we see certain things keep in line he would have been keeping now in line with the israelite tradition and following the tanakh but uh, but I wanted to play something here today to go in, even with, like I said, because I, I told y'all about how Dr. York used to teach us a lot of the stuff about Paul and this. So I, I want the day to, if y'all don't mind, I want to play you another uh, audio class with Dr. York actually teaching and how Paul came to teach another gospel. Yes, Paul came to teach another gospel. And in this, you're going to hear now, you know, you might hear Dr. York saying, you know, talking like he's messianic. You're going to hear it. Believe he might say Christ or whatnot anyway. But the 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 the, the con- context of it that y'all will get. And I'm not trying to, like I said, again, trying to make y'all a New Testament followers or what they call New Testament followers or even the gospel followers. I'm just sharing something here. Um, for class edification so we can understand a lot of things for especially for my, my Christian brothers and sisters who may listen in to these shows. Uh, y'all to knock on y'all know, but this may be it for maybe who Christians or whatnot, or even some brothers who are camps who listen to this and follow these uh, so-called Paul letters and epistles who are captivated by his teachings somewhat and they're confused because of a lot of their camp leaders as well are teaching them this false information. Um, so, yes, this is why I, I, I play some of these things dealing with New Testament stuff. And I want to play Dr. York going in and show y'all what we learn as Nawabians, which Nawabians would deny it today. They would deny it. They will boy, they will play like they don't know nothing about that. We all well, he was teaching us that, that we was true Israelites and nothing. they just going to tell we was Kemet. We was Kemet. This all this stuff. Or they said, well, it was just one school. It's just a school. of thought. No, uh-uh. 
Don't let them fool y'all there because this is why they are into homosexuality and all of this stuff today. Or uh, I was talking about well, LGBT movement supporting that. And Dr. York is going to even mention something about that in here. Not that he was supporting it, but he's going to speak on against it because it is not. But this is what they are into because this is what they wanted to be into anyway. But anyway, y'all. <laughs> so enjoy this class listen and brothers and i say sh- shalom to you and i like to say yes sir i hadn't gone i, t- I was messing with my uh the brother the rabbi the other day i said man i got to hear up and do another class man before i don't want people to think i don't i, I don't i I got away from the you know the, the tradition and uh stop being you know that tradition and stop teaching i don't convert it back to islam revert it i will say revert it back to islam they probably thinking i'm a muslim now i just i better start back doing some classes man and get back in the house so I tried to do one actually yesterday for Shabbat. Um, blog talk was, I mean, not blog talk. Talk shoe was messing up on yesterday, so I couldn't do it on yesterday last or last uh, Eve uh, for the Shabbat because I was having problems even getting on uh, talk shoe yesterday. And um, I tried it today, and like I said, there was a class that's out there now on on, on the the Bark podcasting site. It's messed up, so yeah. So that one, if y'all see one that that uh, the podcasting in the archive that says Christians don't understand the Bible, I tell y'all don't waste y'all time to listen to it because it is totally messed up. I might have to redo that one, but I can't take it back since it's distributed. Once it got distributed through those podcasting sites, I can't snatch those back. So I'm gonna re try to re do that one again uh it might not have the same wording in the things that i said because like i said i don't have no notes i just go off um man just like I said a ruach man just lead me and i just go off and i don't have no notes sitting in front of me however like i said as a church would say y'all the spirit move me that's the way i teach it i might have a title and i just roll from there um Yes, sir. So and I, I probably have this one on Blog Talk. So everybody who checked this out on Blog Talk, too, I will share this one on not only on Talk Shoe for the Liberation Tabernacle of Yah, but those who thank you for listening in from Blog Talk Radio. So enjoy this podcast, sisters and brothers, and I hope you get something out of it. It's the, uh, Dr. Malachi Z. York, who was known before he was locked up as a rabbi or a rabboni or the Reverend Dr. Malachi Z. York. Peace, shalom. Thank y'all for tuning in to Liberation Tabernacle of Yah. On behalf of the Chief Rabbi David Israel and myself, Moray Ariah Israel. Shalom. Hallelujah. Om Yasha Allah. You know how long we didn't know this?
back now. Yes, he can. I want you to get our way of life back. Right. I want to teach our children our language. Right. Our culture. Yeah. And I the sacraments. Yeah. And the law. So we can be prepared to accept the Lamb of God this time. All right. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay. The, the Canaanites inhabited Palestine and were first subjugated by Joshua. And, okay. and when you go to the Bible and look up Palestine, you find the sons of Mizraim, and you find Mizraim's son is Kesulin with one of his descendants, and Kesulin, they say, the father of Philistines. Mizraim is a biblical word for Egyptian which are niggers. So the Palestinians over there, they'll call themselves Palestinians. Those are not Palestinians, those are Turks. Right. Those are people Byzantine who migrated there. Those people are over there fighting our land as if it's there. Mm. And neither one of them belong here. That's right. And here we are over here and we can't even find the park. <laughs> <laughs> and God says in the Bible, He gave us the land all the way from the Nile River. All the way to the top of the Euphrates. You know what that means? That means we are the Saudi Arabians. That's our world. God intended for us to get the oil, but we was over here being Gentile. Iraq, that's our oil. United Emirates, that's our oil. Hello. And those people over there call themselves Arabs, those are Indians who migrated to our land. We're Ethiopians, we're Zimbabweans, we're Kenya. They dissected us up. That's why they called you African. Because the word African in our language, Galileans, is Ephrathia. And the root of the word Ephrathia is Faraka, to chop up and divide into pieces. But the people in Africa who live in Sudan, and then when I take the door people from Somali, and they're saying, I'm Sudanese, and you're Somali. And I'm saying, mm. and they're brothers. They said, we look a little different. These two look a little different too. <laughs> but they're still sisters. <laughs> they have the same lords, have the same blood out of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Um, and were first subjugated by Joshua and later by Solomon. Mm -hmm. First Kings 9, 20, and verse 21. Go ahead. They were partly um, exterminated by the Israelites and their western colonies, such as Carthage. That's called Libya today. Carthage is called Foot in the Bible, mm -hmm. and it's Libya today. Karama and Shishet, two a black pharaoh and his black princess, lived there when Hannibal was chased out of Sicily, which is Italy, which is also black folks. That's right. right? And moved over there to that land, and they, they called it Carthage or Carthaginians. They called it. <clears throat> Such as Carthage were finally conquered by the Japhetic Romans. Mm -hmm. They practiced ritual prostitution. Homos the Canaanites mm -hmm. practice ritual Rituals, prostitution. prostitution. Homosexuality, Homosexuality and, and various orgastic rites. All forms of orgies and stuff. See, the Bible, in the book of Revelation, God speaks about the harlot that rides the beach. And they say her name is what? Fornication. Fornication. But when we look up fornication, we find the Greek word pornephi. Pornography. God is telling us who they are. Oh, yeah. Did he say, oh, yeah. You are of your father, the devil? Yes. Lust. That's how he gets us. 
He got us in his image, and now, who's Bob Lasko? <laughs> he got us in his image, acting like Gentiles, and now we are walking around horny. <laughs> have men come in a room like this, and they come for the light of God and the grace of God, and they're scoping out the women. Oh, she's cute. She's fine. They come to church looking for women. At least now we know why we're like this. So we can work with it. Because we know it's a disease that we inherited when we got bit by the Caucasian and their venom got into our blood. And that takes me back to Genesis chapter 3, verse 15. One of my favorites, Hebrew word zirah, or zirah in Galilee, meaning offspring seed. Also, sperma is used in the Greek for it. Sperm for reproduction to the seed. Read, somebody. And I will put enmity between God thee. God is talking, and he's talking to the devil, and he's talking to Eve in the garden in Genesis chapter 3, verse 15. He says, I will put enmity between thee and the woman. He tells the devil, I'm going to do this in pieces there. I'm going to put enmity, hate, between you and the woman. Who's that woman? Eve. Eve. You got that? Go ahead. And between thy seed and her seed. And I want the two parts. And between what? Between thy seed. The devil, God tells us in Genesis chapter 3, the devil is going to have a seed. Not a spiritual pitchfork type of character. A seed. And this is before white folks was even created. The white folks didn't come into existence in Genesis 9, 25. You're going to go to Leviticus chapter 13 and 14 and read the whole book and you see everything from blonde hair to white skin and how it's cursed. Mm -hmm. Or go to Numbers 13, you can ain't doubt, and look when Moses' sister Maria got touchy about Moses marrying a Cushite. The Cushite means black skin. And when she got touchy, God would curse her and turn her left is white. Mm -hmm. Bible tells us where white folks come from. Right. Tell us who their seed is. Mm -hmm. Tell us where we come from when we so blind. But we're always so willing to listen to people who don't know nothing about us. They can't know the language, can't know the culture. Now look at us. You know, we are, like the Bible said, we are the thought is without in Revelation. Count them not, because they have given themselves to Gentiles. We are goyim now, akum, as it says in the scripture, heathens. We became like a beast. Why? Because we eat things that was forbidden for us to eat. You follow those people, one of the things in South Africa that tried lemma, they don't eat pork. Why don't they eat pork? Because they have genetically been proven to be the tribe of Israel. To the day, they don't eat pork. Why not? Because Leviticus chapter 11, verse 7 says what? Don't eat pork. Don't even touch it. That was one of the laws God told us because God knew where the pig came from. The pig was not in the ark. It was something made by scientists in Egypt. And Hotep made the pig because he was under Zosa of the third dynasty. And he made it for Abraham. Abraham, because God sent Abraham up there to clean up the mountains. This is true. Where they lived at, the Canaanites. But they was up there living in caves, eating flesh raw, walking around on four. They think it's sexy to have hair all over their body. That's right. <laughs> Hello. They 
make punk politics. <laughs> it tells you in the Bible that's what they advocate. But Abraham, God told him to go up to the land of Haran and get those people. His father, Terah, went before him. Read your Bible, you see it. And his father caught the disease and died. But the black person gets up and says, it'll kill you. Turn away person, pale white, and scab, and sore, and liver spots, and freckles, and all that's in Revelation chapter 13 and 14. Sit down and just read with pencil, and you'll see yellow thin hair, which is another way of saying blonde straight hair is a curse. Leviticus chapter 11, verse 7. Go ahead, and the swine, though it part the hook, cheweth not the cheweth cud. Not the good. What? Yet he cheweth not the cud. He is unclean to you. What? Should you not do? Of their flesh ye shall not eat. What does God also, also tell us in your life? And Don't even touch it. it. You can't even work in a restaurant yourself. <laughs> now, you can say, Paul came to change that, and go into that New Testament and quote some books of Paul and think you're doing something, but Paul tells people, that he's not standing in another man's corner. He's not standing on Jesus' foundation. We talked about that last week. He said he ain't got no regard for Jesus' teachings. Romans 15, go ahead. Let him hear. Yea, so have I tried to preach the gospel not where Christ was named, lest I should build upon another man's foundation. Read right. again, sister. Listen to this post with this man Paul saying they had us believe was really sent by Jesus to say what? Well, look what Paul just said. Read again. Yea, so have I strived to preach the gospel not where Christ was named, lest I should build upon another man's foundation. Did you hear that? Did you, did you realize that was in the Bible? A lot of people don't know that's in the Bible, you know. He literally said that he is not preaching the gospel where Jesus' name is mentioned. Let me tell you what kind of gospel he said he's preaching. Go to First Corinthians chapter fifteen and start at one. Moreover, brethren. Here's Paul. Moreover, brethren. I what? I declare unto you. I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you. The gospel which I preached. See, that should be very quick if you're careful. He didn't say he preached tell us about the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. He said the gospel was I preach, but he just told us there that he's not preaching the gospel based on Jesus Christ. That's why Peter said his doctrine is tricky. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, read on. Which he also you have received, and wherein you stand. You hear what he just said to y'all folks? He said that which I made up and I'm teaching y'all, you have accepted it and you're basing your faith to stand on it. God, that's right. But you know how long we've been thinking Paul was the man? Read it again. Let your Bible, let the word of God speak to you. Not the interpreter. Let the word of God speak to you. Let God touch you. Because he can change your whole life in one moment, in the twinkling of an eye. Your whole outlook can change. It happened to me. It can happen to anybody. Read it again. I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you, which also you have received and wherein you stand. Go ahead. By which also you are saved. His gospel. His gospel is saved. The same gospel he saved, he didn't include Jesus' name. Ain't that neat? If you keep in memory what I preached unto you, unless you have believed in vain. 
He tells them to memorize what he preaches to them. Otherwise, all their belief is in vain. You didn't mention the Lord Jesus Christ yet. No, not once. But now watch how he does mention it. Watch how he does mention it. Now this is real tricky. Go ahead. For I delivered unto you first of all that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins, according to the scriptures. What scripture? What scripture? There was no scripture back there, then, in Paul's time, that talked about Jesus dying. They didn't collect the books yet. They didn't collect the books until way after that. So what book is he talking about? Lying. He's lying. He's lying. He was a Roman, and his father was a Benjamite. A mixed seed. He was a Pharisee. He was an FBI agent that infiltrated Jesus Christ's organization and set out to destroy them for the white man. The same way niggas are probably some sitting here now. And they'll send you out, and every time somebody like me comes along, whatever name it is, that starts preaching this gospel, they send you out to get inside the final fault. Faults that they cause. Corruption that they gave us. Things that we didn't know when we were the children of Israel. We learned more about devilishment, lust, and pornography, and sex, and drugs, and filth. Here, we didn't have none of that there and grew on trees. He's important from where we came just to give it to us. Because while we were there, we knew enough not to use it for that. That's right. You understand? So he'd go up against Elijah Muhammad and say, Elijah Muhammad had a bunch of wives. You know what I'm saying? That was natural in Africa. That may not be natural in America, Roman, and Greek customs. Of course not. The Bible just told you they spent time sleeping with each other. <laughs> That's how they curved their sexual passions, where in Africa we may have taken on three or four wives. That was our custom. That was the custom in the Bible. That's what Abraham did. That's what Isaac did. That's what Solomon did. That's not what we do nowadays. <laughs> That's all it. Okay, brother, so put it back. <laughs> put it away because I know what you're thinking. <laughs> Go ahead. Be on, brother, man. And that he was buried and that he rose again the third day, Jesus according Christ to the scripture. was never... Buried. What is wrong with Paul? <laughs> Jesus Christ was never buried. Was he? Nope. No. Not according, not wait, 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 wait. Not our Jesus. Right? Nope. <laughs> he may have another Jesus, and we're going to show you that too. <laughs> Called Paul Jesus. That's his Jesus. And he's in the Bible also. Called Simeon Bar Jesus. A sorcerer, a Jew, a false prophet, and a deceiver. He's in the Bible. Acts 13:6. And when they had gone through the isle unto Paphos, they found a certain sorcerer, a false prophet, a Jew whose name was Bar Jesus. Did you hear that? Did y'all just read that back there? Y'all back there with us? Huh? Read it again, brother. Y'all see that back there? And when they find another Jesus who's also of the tribe of Judah, but is a false prophet. Now, if Jesus Christ had no sons, then he was the son of somebody else named Jesus. 
Read it one more time, sir. And when they had gone through the isle unto Paphos, they found a certain sorcerer, a false prophet, a Jew whose name was Bar Jesus. Did you know that one in the Bible? No. See, we always thought there was only one Jesus in the Bible. We didn't know that Paul had his own Jesus. He had a Gentile Jesus, a Jesus for white folks. <laughs> <laughs> you open the Bible, you're going to get an image of a Jesus. You color the Described in Revelation, has nappy hair. Paul Jesus, which is on the church's walls today, has shoulder length hair like a woman. That's right. You understand? And they try to use the Nazarite law, but Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea and was of the tribe of Judah and only moved into Nazareth. Don't tell me about no dreads. First Corinthians 11, 14. <laughs> Say, well, everybody can be out there with you, right? That's what they do in the whole church. First Corinthians 11, 14. You all right? Yes. Now, let's see what it says in First Corinthians. 11, 14. When you go battle outside, you're not first Corinthians. Right. Go ahead. What does it say? Doth not even nature itself teach you that if a man have long hair, it is a shame unto him. Read it again. Everybody, all together, let's read this man. Doth not even nature itself teach you that if a man have long hair, it is a shame unto him. Now that's the Bible, right? Right. Now, now I ask you, did Jesus have shoulder length hair? No. The picture is in your house. Who is that? That's not you. Don't you bad at me now. All we do is beat the word of God. The word of God cannot be changed. Right? Because now Revelation gives us a description of a Jesus without Jesus. Right. And I'll see this match up with the Lima people because the scientists have now found out that they say they go back to 2,500 years. Right? Or 2,300 years. They say they, they trace that in that area. If you go back 2,000 years, boom. You just go up 30 years, boom. We were Jesus at. That's right. You go back, so that's within the generation, genealogy in Judea of Jesus. So them, them little people were of the same race as Jesus. You hear me? Right. The Bible going to tell you that. What does it say? Revelation Revelation 1. 1. 14. 14. His head. Revelation, chapter one, verse, verse 14. 14. <laughs> his head and his hairs were white like wool. It's white like wool. Wool. Like lamb wool, not like a goat. There's a difference between hair and fur. You may not like the way that sounds, but there's a difference between hair and fur. Ain't but one race of people on the planet got a royal crown. Ain't got nappy hair. Everybody else and every other animal, with the exception of the sheep, 
has first. Right? So when you perm, you're perming head to first. <laughs> and if you ain't perming, then you was burning. You burn it here from head to the people come out and say, I smell hair burning. Yeah, because you transforming it from living to dead. From a curved father gets to a flat father. Right? His hair was like lamb's wool. And his what? As white as snow. And his eyes were as a flame of fire. Like every other day, you got red eyes. And his feet like unto fine brass, as if they burned in a furnace. Now here's a very tricky thing that they did to us in here. Brass is an alloy, a man-made element. So brass could not have been there, nor is it that in the Bible to vocate. I've been there to walk that path, talk that talk. All right, so that's wrong. The word there is copper. Now you go and look it up and do your own research. Look it up and you're going to see the word kosher. And it means copper, not brass. Brass did not exist. So now, let's read it again and put the word that God put in there for us to see. And you put it in the Old and the New Testament. In case you miss it in Revelation, you will catch it in that. Daniel 6. Daniel 6. Daniel 6. Daniel 6. Daniel 6. Go ahead. Let the Spirit speak. Daniel what? 6. This is one of my Sunday school students over here. She's smiling at some of y'all folks. Take one now. Go ahead. And his feet like unto fine copper. Feet like fine copper. As what? As if they burned in a furnace. See, God didn't need it as either just being copper tone. God didn't need it when he just ground. God said, as the sound of many waters. And his voice was the sound of many waters, a roar, a raspy voice. Jesus talked. No wonder when they said, when he said, who are y'all looking for? Never mind. You know that? When they came to get Jesus, and he said, who are y'all Him. Do you know what he looked like? 
They accused him, sentenced him to death, didn't even know him. But when he came up with that torch, and they crept up on him and they looked at him, the white boy said, holy Jesus. <laughs> Jesus was his complexion. <laughs> now, and they say he stood a foot above most people there. Red eyes, raspy voice, that's black, and you a white man, and you put a light in his face, and you came to kill him. And, you, and he said to you, who are you looking for? And you say, Jesus, I'm Jesus. What do white people do? They talk about it. <laughs> white folks cops do that now. Jesus is saying this. 
I want y'all to pray like this. Our Father. What does that make us? Sorry, Who art in heaven. I'm afraid about Jesus standing and saying, I'm telling you, the Father is up just the way, the truth, and the light. No one gets to, gets to the Father but by him. I am not the Father. When you see me, you see the Father. But when I see him, I see his Father. That's right. And when I see anybody in this room, I know the Father exists because if I go back, 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 as far as I go, the furthest person, somewhere back here, the Father exists. So when I see you, I see God. That's what he meant. He didn't mean when you see me, you see the God. He said, when you see me, you see God. When you see me, you see the Father. Well, when I, by my very existence, you know that there's a creator. Say it again. By my very existence, you know that there is a creator. This is what he meant by when you see me, you see God. He was not trying to say to God, and when he got confronted with that in John 10, you know what he said? Oh, is that in the Lord? Oh, I see. I said to you, Lord, he generalized. He wasn't trying to be nothing special. He didn't have to try. He was. <laughs> you hear me? So, scientists... <laughs> have proven beyond a shadow of doubt that y'all are not the Gentiles that you thought you were. And Paul came to teach the Gentiles about his Jesus with shoulder-length hair, of our Jesus. He said he didn't follow Jesus' teachings. He said he had his own gospel. He even said Jesus was buried. I'm, I'm saying when Jesus wasn't buried. Put the tomb. You follow? Paul did not know what he was talking about. And Peter knew that and said, I don't understand what that man is talking about. He said it in the Bible. <laughs> Yet you want to follow him. Peter wouldn't follow him. Barnabas wouldn't follow him. He got James killed for Easter. Did you know that? Peter and James was in prison together. This is also in Acts 12. Right? And Pete, James was killed. James is Yahoo. That's his name in Hebrew, Jesus' brother. He had him killed. And then made a way for Peter to escape because Peter ended up as one of Paul's personal disciples. That's right. The same one Jesus called Satan. Is it in the Bible? Read it. We're in Acts chapter 12, verse 1. Now about that time, Herod the king stretched forth his hands to vex certain of the church. And he killed James, the brother of John, with the sword. You got me? Right in the bottom. Did you know that? Herod is responsible for killing James, John's brother. John was one of Jesus' brothers, and Joseph. And Simon, who they called nigga in Acts chapter 13. Did you know niggas in the Bible? For some of you new folks? You know that he called Jesus' brother a nigger in Acts chapter 13 with it. Verse 5? About 1? Now there were in, in the church that was at Antioch certain prophets and teachers as Barnabas and Simeon that was called nigger. Anybody who's called nigger. So why did he stop? He's giving you a compliment. He just don't know if he ain't smart to read the Bible. You hear me? Barnabas, which is Barnabas. Right? Son of prophecy. Also got away from Paul. Because they said to Paul, let's go down and meet 
John in Jerusalem. Because John is the one who said, when you see Esther, the of God or not, because many false prophets are going into the world. John was a tester because Jesus called John his beloved. He told him, he told him, feed my flock. Uh, he loved John, son of Zebedee. Okay? So they told Paul, while they was in Antioch, which is Syria, let's go and meet with John because you've been teaching this gospel that's kind of confusing to us. Only way we can check it and we go back to John who sat beside Jesus, who laid his head on Jesus' bosom, the one Jesus said he loved. Let's go get you tested, brother. Let's see if you try and prove it. Acts 15.36. You want to read it? Acts 15.36. Let's see if you prove it. I'm not saying, brother, a master mason, he calls himself a master mason. I got to wait. I can test it. I mean, the woman sees the star, I got a way, I got ways I can test it. You follow? Well, that was a brotherhood that Jesus and them had. They were Freemasons. Well, do you know them now? The whole picture of last time, I ain't even there. That's ridiculous. I give you too much to soon. Talk to me. And some days after Paul said unto Barnabas, Let us go again and visit our brethren in every city where we have preached the word of the Lord. And see how they do. Paul wants to go out to all of these Gentiles where they've been meet, meeting. And this is what Paul says to Barnabas. Now watch it out. And Barnabas determined to take with them John, whose surname was Mark. Okay. But Paul thought not good to take him with them. Hey, Paul don't want to travel with John. Nope. <laughs> Why? <laughs> That's right, because he's a tester. Because he would have proved him when he would have said, you ain't no follower of Christ. You a phony. You out here teaching Gentiles. And Christ said, don't teach Gentiles. He said, go not into the way of the Gentiles. But go only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel only. Matthew's 10. Matthew's 10. Thank you. Want to read it? Go ahead. Keep it going. Keep going. Matthew 10, verses 5 and 6. These, Christ said, don't teach Gentiles. Go ahead. These 12, Jesus sent forth and commanded them, saying, Go not into the way of the Gentiles. But Paul went into the way of the Gentiles. Went out to teach the Gentiles. Literally said, I'm an apostle to the Gentiles. He offered himself to them. You're not the Gentiles. You have no excuse now. Scientists have proven beyond a shadow of doubt who you are. And the reason why you're about to South Africa, let me ride that real quick. When they use the word Bentu, you get certain countries around where they speak Bentu. Zanzibar, Kenya, Tanzania, and several other countries. Alright? They say these Lima speak Bentu, but yet they're way down in South Africa and Zimbabwe where there's a whole bunch of other languages like Zulu and Kru and Basa and other languages south. So how come they speak Bentu? Because they came in from Yemen, Senna, where Benjamin's tribe of Israel stayed, or Ben Ami, his real name was. And they traveled into Ethiopia, and they say we split into two clans. Some of us went south, and that's the one they end up down there in Zimbabwe, 
and they built that whole temple. They call it the temple in Zimbabwe. Look it up. It's called a, it's called a great temple. There is bricks. It's laid like the pyramids. It's tremendous. And they, for years, they're trying to say white people built it. Now they found out these people have it in their records that they did. They're, their God is unfolding things in this day and time. For you to know who you are. All right? So one group went and traveled south, went through from Ethiopia, went down. Said, I wish I had a map Africa. You could see it. And what about the other tribe? They said, remember, there were 12 clans. The others went in and moved north. So you have the people called Danaku, and that's the tribe of Dan. And you can look up Danaku and find there are a clan of, of Islamic Hebrews. They speak Arabic and Hebrew. And they have a private clan. They don't believe in marrying outside. They're almost wiped out. That's the tribe of Dan. Then they have another group called Hendendawa. The Hendendawa. You know what I'm saying? That people down, that's your tribe. Hendendawa. The white man kissed them, called them the fuzzy wussies. Because they're the only men in Africa walking around with big Africans like this. Like Jesus. The fuzzy wussies. The word Hendendawa is the word Huda, which is the Arabic word Judah. For Jew. Yahudi. Or Huda. You follow that? They went up and they settled in what's called Ham in the Bible, Sudan. Ethiopia is called Kush. You follow? Now, the reason why I'm saying that is because with Bentu, right, you mix Bentu and Arabic, and you get the language Kiswahili or Swahili, a slave trader's language. A language devised or created so that the Africans of Bantu Muslims could trade the slave that they took from Morocco all the way across and sold. In the 1600s, Prince Henry, not in the 1400s, John Barnes. This is a later slave trade where they went and kidnapped people who they knew or of noble blood. How you eat deep on it? You understand? They knew they were of noble blood, and that's why they put Abraham Lincoln on a copper penny. Because they knew that was copper, and that was Jesus. But before Abraham Lincoln could do that, he had to reestablish himself as a, a synagogue Jew. And that's why when you see Abraham Lincoln, he had a top hat on, a black coat, a black shirt, and a girl, little girl woke and said, you better put your bed on. And his name was Abraham, because Abraham freed the Amorites out the mountain. You understand? And that Abraham Lincoln is a symbol. They used to give a nigga, years ago, $5 for their blood. Their blood banks. Because Abraham Lincoln is on a $5 bill. Abraham Lincoln sits in Washington, D.C., as if he's Ramesses the Great. They have him sitting up there on a the throne like Ramesses the Great because he represents y'all sparrow because he freed you and his name is Abraham. And Abraham's name was changed from Abraham to Abraham because he's the father of many nations. And he gave you the Emancipation Proclamation which you can declare yourself sovereign now that they reveal who you are. That's right. You can say, I am an Israelite, I'm not a Negro, and I do not belong under your gun or your tax or anything anymore. 
Give it a little time. Don't mess yourself up. Don't go on and make a fool out of me like you did last time. Some of y'all, if you had a couple years ago, y'all some fools and then took it and ran out of me and messed up. So just stay in place, okay, please? Got it? So now they got the seed placed between Arabic and Bantu to create Swahili, the language of slave traders. And this is why I said you fit in. Because the word they use in the Arab world for American Negroes is Zinji. You meet an Arab and he says Zinji. He's calling you a man. And he specifically means the Western Hemisphere. They don't usually call African Zinji. You understand? It's Zinji. Zinji is short for Zanzibar. The country Zanzibar is where the slaves that came to America who are Israelites and Ishmaelites who are you. Are. And that's why some of you say, I got this thin hair, my grandmother must have been an Indian. No, you got some Arab in you. My nose is a little long and curved down. Well, you got some real Jew in you. I don't really have black features. I have this reddish skin tone like a copper tone. You're a descendant of the tribe of Judah. I don't have these big lips like most, you know, all these little things you can look in the mirror and wonder why your little eyes slant up like this and you're not big and old like Africans and why your nose comes down and, open, and it's curved and pointy and it's not <laughs> wide and lips are not like this because of the combination of Bantu and Arabic. These Africans, they were mixing the Arabs and slaves because they were breeding a prettier nigger. <laughs> they were breeding a leaner horn. Cab Calloway, a debarge. Yeah. Yeah. Read a certain kind of nigga, because, oh yeah, because a mulatto nigga got more money. They can sell him more money. Guess who was selling them? Who was advertising? Sears and Robot. The Making Telegraph. The Making Telegraph. Sears and Robots was also a part of it. Making Telegraph investigated, you'll find out the soup for reparations, they're included because they were advertising niggas for sale. Mm -hmm. They sell us according to our complexions, our heights, and our abilities. By our abilities, I mean a nigga that's called Buck was a good breeder. So he was so called, he's called, he called Medina from the Ashanti tribe. They were very big, broad people. And they sell them, they make a lot of money, they use him as a breeder. He was the white man, as the Bible have told you, the faggot. So he liked him and his woman liked him. And that's how they turned so many niggas into faggots. From you going into them faggot clubs and getting up under them faggots, socializing with them in college, socializing with them, and they chain you from a god to a woman. That's in their culture. It's natural for them. They were attracted to both black men and black women, slave masters. You saw the movie Menino. He wanted to lay up with both of them. That's why they have what they call penis envy. All their jokes in the movies always geared toward the black man's penis, penis or sex. It's always, you know, you're niggers, you know, that's their thing. And they hate you because of it. Because their women always wonder, is it better? The white woman with a snobby look, when they see you sitting in the restaurant with your wife and y'all are laughing, she's thinking, is it really better? <laughs> <laughs> the black woman looks at the white man, he's saying, am I really going to have more fun with his mother? 
It is thenceforth good for nothing but to be cast out and to be trodden under foot of men. We are Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.